You guys already know that I love anything that makes your life easier, and especially if it's free. So I have to tell you about Anchor, the tool that you can use to record, edit, and upload your podcast for free. And Anchor does all the work for you. They will distribute your podcast for you to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. And you can start making your money right away. Everything is laid out all for you in one place. And all you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, y'all, and welcome back to 10 Things with Jordan Faye. I am back. I took a break, as you can tell, but we're just going to get right into it today. So, from the title, you can tell today is 10 ways to be an activist. Um, Today, I am just going to get right into it um, because I feel that I have a lot to say not even that but just that this episode is really important to me and um the whole thing is a most important thing so normally around here we do the most important thing at the beginning of the 10 things um and then i usually do like a quote or something that I'm grateful for after that but honestly I'm just grateful for this podcast I'm grateful for every one of y'all that are listening and supporting so yeah I'm grateful for everyone and so getting into it with 10 ways to be an activist number one listen to black women listen to black men listen to people people of color in general because first of all i want to say number one is in your daily life listen to people of color amplify their voices and continue to do that throughout every day just do it all the time amplify people of color and their voices and just continue to do that because i think that is the number one thing that is very important to remember is that as a white person um, and i'll get more into this um, in my 10th thing actually but um just listen to black women listen to like i said literally it all just comes down to listening to people that are different than you because you don't know how it is and i don't know how it is because i'm talking to you if you're white we are white we don't how bad it really is because we'll never really understand that so um we just need to be continuing to listen and amplifying their voices but number two is to keep protesting protests are still happening in cities all across the country all across the world shit is still fucked up there's still lots of things and issues that need to be solved and people that are dying and literally so many things that there's protests for literally so many things right now and 
there's protests all over you just need to get connected um and i will have resources down below for my city minneapolis um and my state minnesota <laughs> um but i will also try and have other cities um some resources down below for other major cities as well because i know there are protests happening and um, if you're really wanting to get involved with protests, there are um, Instagram accounts to follow that post about it. Um, I post what I can from my city on my stories, but I'm just, yeah, <laughs> I just post what I can um, on mine, but I definitely don't have as many resources as other people on Instagram, so I will definitely leave some below for that as well because it's just all about getting connected and just knowing your community and knowing what's going on so you can participate because we need bodies out there and we need people um, just like there was literally thousands upon thousands of people out there for the George Floyd protests, which is amazing, of course, and that's why um, I believe that that's a reason why um, one of his killers has accountability right now is because there were so many bodies out there and that is so important for that is so loud, I'm sorry, but that is so important for the people in charge to literally, for lawmakers and um, congressmen and every congresswoman, all of those people, for them to see that there are bodies still at these protests is so important. So. We need to keep protesting when you can and obviously safely and I hope everyone already I mean I'm not even gonna really get into this but yes I am hopefully everyone listening is vaccinated or is planning on getting vaccinated when they can but yeah everyone 16 and older is able to right now unless you have other circumstances but Yes. Um, anyways, number three is mutual aid. Mutual aid is so important. Helping your community wherever and whenever you can is really important. And just remembering that a little bit goes a long way. And um, mutual aid is not about you um, giving all of your money, all of your check um, everything you have away to somebody or away to your community or where, wherever. Um, that's not what it's about. Um, we, when people say mutual aid, they mean, you know, giving where you can and when you can. So if you have like $5 extra that you're going to use for, your coffee or your shot at the bar, um, maybe just consider giving that $5 to someone in your community who is in need or um, 
so many different places there are literally so many different places to donate your money to and even donating um, items donating food donating all of that that is also mutual aid so you you know when you go to the grocery store next time maybe think about um, stocking up on a few extra items that are needed in your community which I'm going to leave um, a lot of resources also in the show notes for mutual aid as well because I really think mutual aid is really important and if you again you can follow lots of different accounts on Instagram for people in your area who are constantly posting the you know cash app names of people who are in need in your community or just literally there's always ways that you can help out in your community and when I mean I believe in good karma I believe in karma in general so if you are giving you're always going to receive it back in some way at some point so I definitely think it is beneficial for all parties involved but um yeah I just really think mutual aid is so important and we need to remember to keep doing that as well so number four is volunteering your time this is also a big one um there's always ways you can get involved there's even more ways now that the world is slowly opening back up i've seen so many posts recently about places needing volunteers whether it's a food shelf or just um a organization that does like a pop-up food shelf or like pop-up Um, health clinics and stuff like that like they there's always a need for a volunteer there's lots of places um, to volunteer and it's super easy to look that up and find ways but I'll obviously leave more volunteer resources especially for Minneapolis down below because I've definitely seen lots of volunteer requests recently um also number five moving on into um if you don't see a lot of volunteer opportunities or if you don't see opportunities in general in your area um number five is to just start something start a community cleanup start a walk in your out a like protest or a walk or a rally um, in your area because if you don't have an opportunity and you feel like your community could use that opportunity come together with other people and try and start something it's really it only really takes one I mean even if you just make a sign that says something that you're passionate about on it and you stand on the corner it only takes one person to make a difference so you can definitely start your own 
you know, protest, your own rally, your own food drive for your neighborhood. You can start, you know, asking your neighbors um, to give you their donations and then you can bring all of the food donations to a shelter or to a organization that you have found in your area. Um, You can definitely start a community cleanup, which um, I've been a part of a couple community cleanups recently that have been really fun and um, really beneficial for the community. So definitely start something if you don't see something. Number six is to call your state and local representatives. I'm going to say it again because this is so important. Call your state and local representatives. This is so important because to actually see the real policy changes and to make a real difference, these are the people that we need to contact and these are the people that will know how much we need to, what we need to do and they will know um, how much we really care if people are really calling them and emailing them. Yeah, I didn't mention that but you can also send emails to these people their emails and phone numbers are public and um obviously like this is their job they have their office number and everything and to call and email them really does not take long at all and i shouldn't even have to say that but um it's really really super important whatever policy change you want to happen or whatever issue you are whatever issue you are passionate about you must call and email your representatives because otherwise you won't see any changes and you won't nothing is going to happen without letting them know how much this really needs to change so that is a super important one that I wanted to touch on. Number seven, honestly, I'm just going to be honest. I don't know how to feel about this one because, um, or really how to say this correctly, but I'm trying and I want to talk about this. I just don't want to sound insensitive in any way, but basically I believe that um as white people especially when we see police brutality on people of color because we know it happens more often to people of color than white people clearly um we need to stop and watch and record the reason i said i didn't want to sound insensitive is because um you don't want to I mean I would think that it is a little bit awkward and the person may feel ashamed that you're filming them being um, arrested or whatnot but um, just make sure that you know that well that they know that you're just there to help them and in case they may need this video for evidence later on Um, or honestly in case you should be there also watching because hopefully 
Um, your presence is enough, even without a camera, for the police to not do something that they shouldn't be doing. But as we know, um, that is not always the case and usually not the case because police just think, I don't know if you can hear the sirens, but <laughs> in the back, but kind of perfect. But yeah, police just think they can do whatever they want regardless of who is there. But I mean, the point of you stopping and watching is hopefully that the police will not continue or start anything that they shouldn't start um just keeping the police accountable period so i think that's something that we need to do more often especially as white people like just making sure that the police know like we're watching you and what you're doing is not okay and you cannot just get away with anything we need to make sure that they know this so um yeah i just wanted to add that one in here um and number eight is to have uncomfortable conversations with your family friends co-workers strangers literally anyone um stand up against all racism sexism etc all is homophobic people like stand up to all of that and you know just continue to really have those uncomfortable conversations because i know like everyone kept on saying that last summer have uncomfortable conversations but i don't think everyone really did that and i don't think that um everyone is really truly standing up to their racist friends or their racist parents or anyone um who may be racist in their life because i think people are still a little scared but what is there to be scared of these people are disgusting if you're racist you are literally a piece of trash so I will stand up to you and I hope that anyone listening who has anyone racist in their life who um, needs correcting corrects them because that's not okay and it's disgusting. So continue to have those conversations and continue to be actively anti-racist in your daily life like just day-to-day normal things what microaggressions that you hear stand up for that person stand up for that person at your job who received a microaggression from your boss stand up to them okay number nine is to continue to support black-owned businesses minority-owned businesses especially small businesses and Um, This is really important because obviously your dollar matters and where you spend your money matters. We need to keep supporting these businesses, keep building up these smaller businesses, like actively search for these businesses that are black owned, minority owned, women owned, black women owned, sustainably packaging, you know, sustainably owned. all of that that is really important continue to shop at 
Lowe's instead of Home Depot because if you didn't know by now, Lowe's is black owned and Home Depot is, no, don't go there. Um, that's just one, you know, random example, but make little changes. Literally, it's not that hard. I don't know why you aren't already, but continue to support all the time. Continue to, um, if you don't have money to financially support all of the businesses that you want to support, leave reviews online for them, um, follow them on social media, share their posts on social media, share their, you know, when you do go to those places, take a picture of your food or of your items because I know you already do that. So tag them and give them more clout because obviously it's not as easy for black-owned businesses to thrive as white-owned businesses because of literal systemic racism. But yeah, keep supporting. Number 10, one of the most important is stop gaslighting. If you call yourself an ally or an activist or whatever, if you are still gaslighting, you are not an activist and you are not an ally to any group because also another point to add, um, you don't get to choose if you are an ally to a specific group, um, that group or those people will tell you when you're an ally to them. So just another thing to keep in mind. Um, but stop gaslighting, literally stop it. Literally just really sit and think about how you are talking to and about people that are different than you. Um, stop thinking that just because someone's problems are different than yours, that they aren't valid or they aren't real. That is not a way to think at all. And also another point I need to add here is um, as a white person, you do not get to tell a person of color that what they experienced is not racism. It is not your place. It's not a cute look at all. And you are extremely disrespectful. Um, literally extremely disrespectful if you're still using this kind of language. And if you're wondering what gaslighting means um, or what I'm talking about, here are some examples of phrases that you need to stop saying and you need to stop tolerating them. Like I said, have those uncomfortable conversations and when you hear people that you're around saying these types of phrases, you need to not tolerate that shit and tell them to knock it off because literally not okay. So number one, it was just a joke. Calm down. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Why is it always about race? No. Mm-mm. Not tolerating that. Just to play devil's advocate here. No, we're not doing that. No, we're not doing that. When I'm talking about, when not me, but if I, if I was talking about some sort of prejudice that I had experienced, I do not want anyone saying, just to play devil's advocate here, 
I'm telling you my trauma and I'm telling you what I experienced. So no, I don't want you to be saying that. And that is not okay. Um, if someone's saying, I know them, they aren't racist. I'm sure they didn't mean it. No, you don't get to tell me, not me, but you know what I'm saying. You don't get to tell someone that what they experienced, like I said, is not or is racist. It's up to that person to decide whatever happened to them. They will tell you what happened and you will listen and you will empathize with what is going on. But you will not say any of these things because that is not what an ally or an activist does. And literally, I hope none of you are saying these things. But also, if someone else in your life is saying these, I just want you to know to not tolerate this shit. So, um, also, if someone says, are you sure that's what happened? They're sure. They were there. They just told you. You don't need to say, are you sure that's what happened? And the last example I have is, I need to wait until all the details come out. No, you don't need to wait for the details, all the details, because when someone says, I need to wait for all the details to come out, it just means basically they're racist. (laughs) Basically, they are literally just trying to find a reason or a justification for something that we all know should never have happened. So... The people that are saying that they need to stop and we're not tolerating that shit over here. So that is number 10. Stop gaslighting. Okay, that is it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed and I hope you guys took something out of it um, and took something away that you will either start doing or continue to do in the future and I hope you all have a blessed week. Stay smiling and stay safe and I will catch you next week. Bye!